Thank you for making Saints Central your black and gold home for the New Orleans Saints. Appreciate y'all being in with us at this episode of the show, man. Much love to the fam, man. How did you think he handled the pressure today? Um, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, I think, I think he was fine. You know, I think he was fine. I think, you know, obviously there's there's sometimes again where, you know, maybe get through his progression a little bit quicker. Um, you know, maybe hang in there a little bit more. I mean, there, there's, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it, but um, I thought overall, I thought it was a solid game for him. Getting uh, Chris Olave back in, in the lineup, it seemed like there was still a conscious effort to continue to spread the ball around and give yourself eight receivers and still caught passes. I mean, is that a little bit more what you want from the passing games? Where- yeah, absolutely. I mean, you want to be able to spread the ball around. Um, and, and, you know, really when you're, when you're at, when you're at your best is, you know, when you can call a a pass play and get through your progressions and get it to the right guy based on the coverage that we're, that we're seeing, you know, I mean, that's, that's what efficient, you know, offense is, is about. And so being able to spread the ball around, I think is good. Yeah. Yeah, look, um, yeah, I'd say he, I mean, he was certainly not 100%, you know, um, but I was proud of him for, for coming in and battling, you know, the way that he did. Um, made some plays, probably a couple plays again, like, you know, that 
he'd like to have back and we need to have back. Um, but but I thought overall there was a lot of good things I saw from him. Dennis, how much did momentum change game up that late touchdown? Well, it obviously was a big play in the game, you know, a big, you know, momentum changer in the game. Um, you know, at the end of, end of the second quarter when you, you know, I made the decision to go for it. I wanted to be aggressive. Um, obviously, they had three timeouts. Um, so you punt the ball away and, and, you know, give it to them, you know, hopefully backed up, uh, you know, but they still got three timeouts in their pocket. So, um, you know, again, you know, we weren't playing this game to try not to get beat. We were tra- trying to play this game to win. So. Um, no, I think that was probably just more against the clock. I didn't feel that at all. This is a a pretty important game, obviously, with huge playoff implications. Is it, I guess, how do you feel about the fact that the team, you know, started out slow in such an important game and now kind of goes from a 7% chance to win the playoff? Yeah. I, my shorter question is, you know, is it disappointing yeah. that the team went out and performed that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We certainly would have liked to have, you know, started the game better, played better, um, finished better, um, you know. Um, but we didn't. So, you know, I'm not into the percentages, though. You know, I'm really not. I'm just focused on, look, we, we let an opportunity go by. Um and so now we got we got to get ready for the things that we control, which is getting ready to go play Tampa. Difficult to regroup after. No, we'll we'll, we'll we'll regroup. We'll regroup. You know, we're still in this thing. All right, thanks. Absolutely ridiculous, man. Let me. Uh... Let me add something to this, man. That was absolutely garbage. The guy's a joke, man. Listen, dude. Derek Carr, how he performed tonight was a joke. The numbers are lies. The t- the most of the numbers happened for Carr was in the fourth quarter when the game was out of hand. This game was never close despite the fact that it shows the Saints lost by eight points. This was garbage. So you, and this is the hypocrisy of a dumb backwards coach who will want to elevate his quarterback when he does well, but doesn't want to criticize him when he was directly involved with why the team lost the game. None of this made sense. None of it made sense. This guy is over his head. He's over his damn head. All of this is garbage. What the hell is he talking about? The running game didn't work, and Elvin Kamara tried to get going. He can't get going because the offensive line for the Saints suck. The left tackle and the left guard are putrid. The center, McCoy, has regressed. 
we pay these guys and they don't play with any fire or intensity. Or they're always on the ass or they can't block properly. They're slow to when on screens and set up. I'm just sick of seeing the trash. How is Elvin Kamara supposed to run through that garbage? I mean, it's terrible, man. It's awful. Dennis Allen is a is a freaking moron, man. Anyway, let me bring uh, Pops Q in, man. Pops, you listen to that shyster Dennis Allen talk mess and, and trying to elevate his putrid quarterback. They look at look at Carr's numbers. Carr numbers actually play pretty good. Q in the game, man. Shut up. Carr gave you garbage time stats to pad his stuff so he can look decently. The Saints, why didn't he perform like that when the game mattered? Is the question I'm asking. It's a good question. It's not car bashing or car vandalizing. It's not talking crap or being uh, disingenuous. Why didn't Derek Carr play like that in the third, the second, and in the first quarter? Why did he why did he put up 15 points and play like that on the back of the game when the game was out of reach, when the game was already over? Why did they not play with that same intensity? All right, shout out to you, Brent. Man, he says for aggressive checkdowns. Look, we're only in week 16. Come on, man. Right. And he says he wishes there was a magic formula, but so no, it's not a it's a it's not a magic formula involved. It's called coaching. It's called knowing what you're doing. It's called attention to detail. You want some magical results? How about applying something, a mystical formula that a magician created? And I'm being sarcastic here, called accountability. How about that? How about applying accountability, Dennis Allen? How about calling a spade a spade and telling the truth, Dennis Allen? How about criticizing your stinking quarterback? When he does wrong, and not only that, but instructing his offensive coaches to fix the flaws in his game. And if he does not perform, you bench him for a guy that will. How about that? But he won't do any of that because he's not a real coach. He's a dummy. He's a moron. That's why he doesn't change anything. And they got this stupid philosophy about Derek Carr being a savior. Derek Carr is not anybody's savior. He had 40 attempts tonight and still couldn't bring. And his interception was the reason why the Saints lost. They His turnover turned into seven points. They lost by eight. Had he not turned the ball over, they might have won the game. So, I mean, the dude is unbelievable. We're going to pull uh, Pops Q and Pops, welcome on in, man. Talk to me about this, man. Let me know what you've seen tonight from the game. Oh, I don't hear you. I think you got yourself muted. All right. Uh, unmute yourself, Pops. I think I see you muted there. All right. All right. You're good to go. Yeah, I see some things in that in, in his game, you know, and he's still doing that stare down. It's amazing he's completing any kind of passes. He doesn't have a quick one, two, three, let the ball go regression. You know, or he he don't understand the mechanics. There's something about his mechanics. He's got the arm to reach to play, to, to get the ball out, but his mechanics and 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 his choices of where he's going with the ball seem to have some issues. 
you know, I, I you know, I, I, I never expected them to to beat the Rams. Uh, the Rams run it. They're, they're like a like a, a the tortoise in the half. The Rams run a half type offense that's fast, and they they're running turtle turtle move or tortoise move. They're very slow. You know, except for they, they got a couple of wide, a fast guys that they can get the ball to. He's not. He's not even looking at his tight end. He got. He got one tight end pass out, but you got to be able to get more than that. And where was Graham? Why was Graham? Are they, so there's some special reason why they holding him out. I don't understand that. He could have helped them in this game. Why would? Why was Jimmy not in the game? I I, I want to know that question. And you do, and it's the same dribble. I call it dribble, D I, you know, dribble. That's coming out of this man's mouth every time he gets up there to speak. It's 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 embarrassing. I fully do not expect him to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, come whenever it is Sunday, I don't expect him. I don't even I don't even have faith that they're gonna beat the Atlanta Falcons. And those are two games. Those are must win if they're gonna get the division. They got to win. Though you can't win with this guy playing the way he's playing. It's just not going to happen. The running game, offensive line, that that the offensive line coach, they maybe they need to get. Yeah. Rid of him. Um, well, you got to give credit to them always first. You know they they beat us, um, and we did a great job of fighting back, um, but it wasn't enough. And so, uh, proud of our guys for that always um, with the way we executed uh, at the end of the game in the second half. Um, but. Uh, Obviously, losing game by eight points, it hurts because you think about every single play, um, you know, that, that what could have been. But um, it's tough. You got to tip your hat uh, to them, uh, to their coaching staff, to their players. Uh, and they did a great job. In the half sequence, did you feel that was kind of a little bit rushed since you guys had some timeouts or kind of play out the way you thought it would? Yeah, I, you know, we, we all feel, you know, better if Chris's shoe doesn't blow up, you know, and we have, we, we got to play there and, um, you know, he, he made a great decision on the route, exactly what we talked about. He ran a great route, and then his shoe just rips apart, you know. And it's like, dude, like, not not the time, you know, for that. And nothing he can do about it. Um, but I think that then after that, you know, you're trying to, you know, make the play, make something happen. And uh, both both times on the fourth down, I love the aggressiveness. Um, we DA, you know, was very clear on, on that to the team. And, um, you know, obviously against that offense, it's – you know, you're not going to win a lot of games kicking field goals against them. You know, you play them 10 times, you keep kicking field goals, it's going to be tough. And so um, we knew as offense we needed to execute. And uh, there was just a couple. I mean, we had a, we had opportunities. It just – there was a couple. The second one I had to get it out quick and tried to guess, you know, where he's going to be. And then the, the first one they just got in there. Chris ran a great route. And we, we would have had that one, but they, they made a play. Derek, how do you feel like the offensive line held up against the pressure this time? Well, we knew it was going to be tough. You know, we, we knew it was going to be tough, you know, more so than just, you know, Aaron and, and what he's able to do um, by himself physically. Um, you know, they make it tough schematically because they know certain things you have to do without getting all, obviously all into it um, to make it hard on other parts of your protection. And um, they, they did. They made it tough at times, but I thought our guys fought and did a great job of trying to limit as best they could. Um, and really in the second half fought really well. You know, that's, that's a tough team to go two minute um, kind of tempo against because of what they can do up front. Um, and our line kept us in the game and we were able to make plays for them. Yeah. You know, 
the play actions were good. And so, you know, usually when that's good, you would say, uh, you know, the runs, you know, it's hard for me to tell because I'm turning my back every time. Um, you know, that that would be better for, you know, uh, those guys talk about, um, you know, but after I watch the film, we'll see. Uh, but they, they did. They made it tough. They're, you gotta get, Again, you got to give credit to their front. Uh, you know, they did a good job on in certain areas and certain things, but I also thought our guys did good too. The third down efficiency tonight was that, uh, like how, how would you describe the, the effort there? I think it started like two grades there before kind of rallying. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough at the beginning. Um, there was a couple plays where, you know, we, we were going to have to make some corrections because, you know, I was expecting one thing and we got another. But that, these are positive. The positive is, is we've been able to talk about things and then get on the same page and do it better. So some things came up. Uh, you know, something came up today that hadn't happened to us yet. And you're like, why today? You know, um, uh, but it did. And we'll talk about that because then we could have had another one there. Um, I think about, you know, there was another one. Uh, again, simple correction to make. Uh, just sucks that, you know, with only three games left that, oh, man, now we got to fix it now, you know. Uh, but we will we'll be positive about that. But I thought we did a good job of the, the plan we loved, you know. And so I thought we got going, started picking them up. We were close again on a, a couple others. Um, but. At, at the beginning, it wasn't. It was not good enough. Um, you know, and that's that's just simple. It wasn't good enough by us as as players. Hey, Jack, you all no, no longer control your own destiny. But yeah. What kind of mindset these last two games? It's playoff playoff mentality. You know, that's been our mentality. But like, really, like win or go home kind of thing. You know, and so um, thankful to be playing meaningful games in December. But you know. Um, we have to do our business. We can't worry about, you know, again, I've been in those scenarios. We have 1% chance and all that kind of stuff. I've, I've, I've lived that world and all you can focus on is what you can control. No matter how tough it is, no matter how much you want to watch everyone else, like it really doesn't matter at this point for us. Like we have to win the last two, you know, we have to win our games. Um, it's going to be tough because two teams that have beat us. And so, um, you know, hopefully, you know, everyone's mindset, you know, get some rest, spend time, you know, on Christmas with their families. Um, you know that's always good for your heart and for your for your men, uh, your mentals, as money would say. Um, and you know you just got to keep pushing forward. You know after that, you know Tuesday we're coming in and we got to go. And so I I'll be studying on my off time and getting ready for these two games for sure because they're big for us. Derek, following that up on the Blues question, asking about third down, you mentioned that something had, had came up in the game and having to fix something in yeah. real time. What's the challenge in that? And can you just share what that maybe? You know, not what it was, but yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm glad you know I wouldn't, you know, say it by now, and I'm sorry. Um, but that doesn't help you too much. But, um, you know, it, it came up, and, you know, it's like, dang, we haven't talked about that, you know. And so, you know, when you haven't talked about it, it's a little frustrating. Um, but, <clears throat> but it gave us an opportunity to say, okay, hey, I, I see, you know, we're playing the game. I see what you're feeling, all that. But um, I – if I'm not expecting it, if we haven't talked about it, it's kind of tough for me to make that decision and cut it loose, especially with not knowing what's coming and certain things in the play. So, um, you know, we got better from it um, and and we'll continue to grow. But, you know, it's just hard and frustrating when it happens like this late in the year because it's like, dang, like, you know, we, we needed that one. And so it makes it hard. Uh, but, you know, I me, mean, I'll be positive and keep, keep pushing, keep fighting. Speaking of aggressiveness, like you guys – like came very close to having something with Shahid there, like the very end of the first half. Yeah. 
Is that just like, uh, did, did you expect him to go to bend that toward the, the sideline on that or was it just? Yeah, well, honestly, 99. 99 was in the backfield immediately. And I don't know what happened, so I, I'm not trying to say why or anything like that. I, I just he was there, and I saw AK going, so I had to step up. And as I was getting hit by someone else, I had to throw it way earlier than I wanted to. And so, um, yeah, like if I, I threw it to where I expected, um, but that's not on Shahid either, because you know when he's running the route, he sees it, and we've talked about what he did, but I just didn't, um, I just didn't have the time to see that, be able to read that out. Did your arm get hit on the interception? Uh, yeah, but I, I was trying to I was trying to throw it over his head, you know, seeing him drop. I was trying to throw it back over his head, um, but I just didn't get enough on it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I felt like for a few weeks here now, um, you know, minus a few times, but like I really felt like we've been doing a good job. You know, we've been moving the ball. We've been doing things. Even today, I thought we were moving the heck out of the ball. Uh, we had a lot of explosives in the past game. Uh, we felt very confident with all that, uh, and that felt good. Um, but the execution of critical situations wasn't there. Um, and it takes offensive football, it takes all 11. You know, it takes all 11. Um, and and that that's frustrating. Yes, I'm I am human. Like that does you know anger me. And uh, but I'm trying my best to be positive and keep pushing forward because that's all I know to do. Because uh, that's that's what's going to solve the problem. So um, I, also at the end of games, like I, you know, Coach Gruden always told me, he said we're never out of a game. We keep that right arm in it. You know, so I've always just that mentality. You know, you just as a quarterback, you're like I, I kept telling our guys, keep believing, we're going to win. We're going to win. Boom, we'd score. Boom, we'd score. Then you felt the you felt the belief rise, um, but we didn't. We just ran out of time. Eric, how much of a momentum changer was that? Not making it on fourth down there with under two minutes left, and then they come down and score right before half. You're exactly right. It was huge. Yeah, it, it was. And it hurts. You know, it's hard. Um, and again, you know, when we knew we knew we were going to be aggressive in the game, DA was very clear. Uh, you know, with that and. Especially, you know, laying out the plan. Hey, if it's doing, if they're doing this and it's going like this, and we got to be aggressive. You know, you can't beat these guys kicking field goals. They're just too good. You know, they're Super Bowl champions. You know, and they still got a lot of their guys. And so, um, you know, we knew that. Uh, we just felt bad that, as an offense, we couldn't, um, you know, execute that for them because then it makes it hard, uh, momentum-wise and on the defense. And we don't, we don't ever want to put them in that position. When you think of the run game going like today, you know, stops up. There. How, how, how does that make? Yeah, uh, it, it makes it difficult, um, especially with 99 over there, especially when he knows, you know, you got to throw it. That makes it difficult on protection calls because now they can do certain things because they know you're doing things for him. And it, it absolutely makes it difficult. But I, I thought we threw it well. You know, I thought our, our guys, you know, for the most part, you know, um, were, were where they needed to be. Um, you know, it wasn't perfect, um, but uh, it definitely, to answer that part, it definitely makes it hard. For, for a lot of reasons, I, and I'm not going to ramble on, but it definitely does, you know, st stress things, especially when you got a guy like that over there. And, you know, obviously late in the game, you know, it's a big deficit you have to throw. But early in the game, you feel like things were too one-dimensional. Uh, no, I, I mean, I loved our plaques and stuff. You know, I think we had a, I can't remember off the top of my head, like four explosives, you know, in the first half, just play actions. And 
you know, that's the threat of you know, the way we've, we've been running it. You know, that's the threat. You know, when I, I talked about earlier this week, when I turned my back and they got to make decisions and things like that and guys are winning, uh, I thought that was a big part. I, I thought that was a good part for us, honestly. Um, uh, but I think it hurt. it's hard for a play caller. You know, he calls one in the second 10. You know, that's it's not a lot of calls that it makes it easy. You know, you, you know, it's not it's not efficient. So uh, we'll look at that uh, again. I'm turning my back to those. So I don't know what was going on, but. You know, we'll, we'll look at it and try and correct these things for these last two. Along the line of three calls, was there just not a whole lot of things in place for Jimmy Graham today? Yeah, there was a couple of times where he could have got it uh, in certain looks, certain coverages, or matchups. Ended up getting the ball to somebody else, and so that I, you know, there was definitely a plan in place for him. So I, I wouldn't say that it was like uh, that, that nothing was there for him. It was just certain looks that the ball just happened to go to other people. Good. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Wow. You want to talk about trash, garbage. <sighs> My goodness. I mean, absolutely horrible. Man. You know, one of the family members said something, man. I, I just want to. Live in the mood. I'm going to play this right quick. <laughs> Getting car out of here, man. Here it is, fam. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Pops in the goddamn Sandman out to get that word salad there. <laughs> yeah, get his ass up out. But look, he got out there quick. He said the same thing he always say every time he lose a game, and then he got his ass up out of it. <laughs> We in bad we we in bad shape, family. I'm telling you the truth. Lord, have mercy. Oh man, yeah, this is terrible. Go ahead, go ahead, Paul. Finish your commentary, man. That's well. I mean, you know, I don't know how far we can go with this guy. Um, I don't, you know, because it looked like me like the defense kind of gave up. They wasn't run stopping as well as they normally have. And then they they got they they weren't on point with some of the uh, tackling, especially from the from the from the uh, wide receivers in the tight end. They were missing tackles. You know, some of them was, was even out of coverage. And I agree, son. I think we need to have a wholesale need to make wholesale changes, starting with that head coach on down. Get some people in here that can mold this team like it should be because DA is not the person. He's not the he's not the guy that could get this team back. He's had enough time uh to do something. I mean he's got Peyton's most for the most part's got Peyton's players and he still can't get nothing accomplished. It's time for him to I think time for him to go at the end of the season, especially if we lose these 
This 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 is a crucial game coming up right here. Even worse than the Rams game. But if they if they like I said, if they can if they can beat the Bucks and the Falcons, they might have a chance. But the way I but uh, Tampa starting to roll, they win a few straight. The offense starts clicking. I don't see no hope for them. So we'll, it'll be wait till next year time again. Yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah. Uh, we we that's awful, man. Um, so, I mean, this is what it is, fam. Tonight, I won't I won't hold y'all very long. We're gonna return. Um, probably we'll return f- probably either Friday or Saturday, man. We got the we, we kind of for rescheduling the program. Note five Pelican Post Game Report family members. The report Pelican Post Game Report show has been moved to Friday. Where we open up the phone line so we can recap the Pelicans blowout win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. We'll cover some trade rumors and other things. Well, as far as the Saints are concerned, we'll pop up here tomorrow. You know, y'all just hit the notification bell. Uh, and, and and like I said, what makes this even worse is the fact that you watch the head coach and the quarterback, two people that's directly responsible for why the team is seven and eight losing games and you hear they don't have a clue what's going on. It's almost like these damn people live on another planet. Like they, you, you're living on earth and, the, and these people are living somewhere out in, in, in Pluto some damn way. It's, it's all, all in a whole nother galaxy somewhere. They're not even close to what's wrong with this team. I mean, Dennis Allen doesn't have a clue and his quarterback is involved in word salad. As long as that's happening, there will be no resolution. There will not, there won't be any answering of questions that have any, uh, any positive thought that'll bring some solution here, some resolve. As long as the decision makers behave like what Dennis Allen is doing and the quarterback, Derek Carr and Mickey Lomas, there'll be no resolution. They're not trying to win. 